This week on the Rainy Pants Show, Rainy and Nick talk about the underdog's challenge. We get mixed up in some baby mama drama. And we chat in studio with singer-songwriter Katie Barbado. And now for some artsy-fartsy fun. Hi, and welcome to the Randy Pants Show. I'm your host, Randy Lawson. That's Randy with an I. That's how a lady spells it. And I'm here, as always, with your friend and mine, my co-host, Nick McNevich. Hi, Randy. Nick, thanks so much for being here. Always a pleasure. So if my stomach growls on the mic, it's because I've been thinking about hot dogs all day. And I can't say that I blame you. I'm pretty hungry. Like I came in here, usually I eat before I come in to record, but I'm like really hungry. So if my stomach goes... Because you know we're getting hot dogs after this. Well, yeah. Every time I make a trip into the city, I get hot dogs. Because we're talking about our mutual friend, right? Uh, Robert Amar and underdogs. 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 There's no need to fear. Underdog is here. Did you go there today? I go there every time I'm in the city. (laughs) I haven't been to the city once and I haven't gone there. Sometimes I go there two times in a day. Uh, And every day do you... Thank me, you know, like look up like the way the football players do when they score a touchdown. They like kiss their fingers and put it toward the sky. You like, you know, you're like, thanks, Mine is Randy, directed for, towards Randy. Yeah. yeah, for introducing me to underdogs. Um, yeah, sure. <laughs> underdogs is my favorite place. It's just like a little um, place in the Rittenhouse area of Philly. You, there's there's tables to sit down, but it's like you know a counter where you order. It's hot dogs. Mm-hmm. It's awesome French fries and. All kinds of really well-crafted, interesting hot dogs. Plus, they have veggie dogs and turkey sausage and chicken sausage, so there's a lot of options. And lamb sausage, too. And lamb sausage. See, I don't want to think about a little lamb being in a sausage, so I just, let's just block them out. (laughs) Really, I don't give a fuck about animals. I just forgot it. (laughs) So, you've been going there all the time ever since I took you there for the first time a few weeks ago. Mm -hmm. But you're not just going to eat and have fun. No, I, I like you. I mean, I'm, I'm the same as you. Uh, I like hot dogs, and especially creative ones. So when you guys took me there for the first time, they have this board of like at least 20 different types of dogs. I was in heaven. Like my eyes Say at least ruined. 20. Like you don't know exactly how many kinds of dogs there are and all how right. many specials. They have 22 regulars <laughs> and one special running all the time. I do. I know, I know exactly. But I didn't know that the first time. Mm-hmm. Okay? Yes. That's the first time we went is when I learned that Underdogs has a challenge that you can do. And the, the, the interior of Underdogs, they have these uh, these fists, these stickers on the wall that are fists, like uh, like a fight the, the power, power yeah. fist. And they have these names on them. And I think I asked you and Mike, like, what, what's up with these? Why are these names here? And you were like, oh, that's the Underdogs challenge. Yeah. I'm like, what's that? And you said, if you eat all their hot dogs... Not in one sitting, but just eventually you tried out their entire menu of hot dogs that you get a fist on the wall. And immediately I knew I had to do the challenge. (laughs) I had to. I had to get my fist on the wall. And how many of 22 have you completed? Um, I'd say about three weeks ago is is when we started going there. Maybe a month. You're the man now, dog. I am the man now, dog. You're the man now, dog. (laughs) Um, I have 11 so far. Out of the 23. So you tried 11 different dogs. 11 different dogs. Wow, see, you like variety. I do. 
I have a tendency to go with a like pick one that's my favorite, and then when I get to that place, I feel like oh, I'm hardly ever here, even if I'm there every other day. I got to get my favorite. I think Mike and I are the same way. I should mention that Mike, my boo, Mike Lawson, this is his studio, Science Studios in Philadelphia, that we record the Brandy Pants show from. He's the puppet master. He does it all. And he also is the buffalo gal. That's the type of hot dog that's he gets. That's his hot dog. That's the name of one of the hot dogs at Underdogs. Right. So I'm the... I haven't tried that one yet, by the way. Wait, what's mine called? Yours is the Mai Tai. The Mai Tai. Come on. <laughs> so how do I know that? Mine is the Mai Tai, and Mike is the buffalo gal. Mm-hmm. Mm. I don't see... I don't have... I've tried 11, and I've, I've tried... Well, I've, I've crossed 11 off the list, and Robert Amar, the owner... Every time that I'm there eating these hot dogs, he'll come out and chat me up. Really nice guy, really personable, and he likes to talk. He likes to talk food. And sometimes when I'm there, he'll just bring me out a dog after I've already ordered a couple. And he's like, "Here, try this. It's something I'm working on." I'm like, "This is great." I don't try those. I don't cross those as or count those as extra off the list. So I'm keeping it. Wow, you have some integrity when it comes to this hot dog challenge. Um, you want your name on that wall, and you want it to mean something. I, I want to earn it. Yeah. So we're going to chart your progress here on the Randy Pants Show. Mm-hmm. Nick's Underdog Challenge. 11, Tell me your stats again. 11 out of 23 so far. 11 out of 23. And he's moving up that list fast. I am. So if you want to start a pool at home, play some bets, <laughs> <laughs> we'll look the other way. But I think Nick's headed at a, a very quick pace in his Underdogs Challenge. And we wish him the best of luck. And we will definitely revisit this and check in. So thanks so much for tuning in to the Randy Pants Show. I hope you enjoy this episode. We had a lot of fun putting it together. And it reminded me, our conversation previously, we talked about Sharknado, Nick, and we talked about Ian Zeering. And it reminded me of a little project, another little audio project, that Mike and I made a while ago. Now this was probably in our early 20s. I've loved 90210, as I've said, and I was inspired to write a tribute song. And for what it was at the time, I considered it a minor success because we did post it. Actually, we posted it on MySpace. MySpace was first becoming like a thing. And it was picked up by Entertainment Weekly's blog. And that was a time when there weren't, there wasn't an oversaturation of blogs. So when Entertainment Weekly posted it, that was a, at the time, quite a coup a before huge, social networking was really strong in the early 2000s. That's a huge deal. Yeah. So let's give it a second life here, and we'll let this song, this is my 90210 tribute song. It's called Oh, Minnesota, and we'll be right back.
They say that sex is like pizza. Even when it's bad, it's still pretty good. Unless, of course, the pizza in question is the new Flatiza from Subway, then it's fucking disgusting. What is wrong with you? You're a monster. I shouldn't talk shit because, ironically, Flatiza was actually my nickname in high school. Plus, I do eat at Subway quite a bit. It's close to my office, but I've felt a little love lost for it ever since they made that announcement that they were changing the recipe of their rolls. They're no longer using the same materials that they use to make yoga mats. And that was disappointing because eating Subway was literally the closest I came to ever doing yoga. But at least they're winning when it comes to the spokesperson game. And they weren't ever dumb enough to hire Paula Dean. Jeez, that lady. Every time she says something racist, an angel gets diabetes. And their whole spokesperson thing, honestly, for me, it's kind of a turn-on because I like to role-play in the bedroom. I'm Jared from Subway, and my boo is Jake from State Farm. Oh, yeah. Khakis. It's time for What You Talking About Willis. You be gay, motherfucker. Motherfucker. What you talking about? What you talking about, Willis? Every episode, we will present you with a fun or interesting fact about Bruce Willis. This one extends a little further than Bruce. We're talking about his daughter, Rumor Willis. It might be time for Bruce to do a little adult-on-adult parenting because his oldest girl, with his ex-wife Demi Moore, she's Rumor, and she is taking side boob to a whole new level on the red carpet. She's doing what I would call side crotch, but almost in a kind of lovely way. You know when you see just a little bit of side boob and that lady's still classy? I think Rumor's kind of pulling it off. She has a side cutout on her dress, and you can see just a little bit, a pop of pink panty. It's uh, exactly uh, what you're looking for in a side crotch, and if you want to see it for yourself, check out the show's Instagram feed. And this has been What You Talking About Willis. completely real, but the names have been changed to protect the innocent. My friend Jennifer might literally be the sweetest woman who ever lived. She's sort of like a Disney princess come to life. First of all, she looks like that one Disney princess. Which movie is that? You know, Saved by the Bell. That's what I call Beauty and the Beast. But that's what she looks like, um, and she is that sweet. It's like the scene in Greece when Sandy wakes up and the birds and animals just flock to her. That's what Jennifer's like. Like, literally, elderly people and small children just are drawn to her. She just exudes the most ridiculous amount of charm and endearing sweetness. She's probably the least likely person you'd ever think would be involved in any kind of nonsense, whatever cheat or lie. And her husband, Sam, is the same way. And when he brought in this recording for me to hear, I was blown away. Really? Because Jennifer received some voicemails accidentally. Someone had the wrong number 
and left Jennifer a series of voicemails that are obviously not meant for her, but they're pretty amazing. And I think that maybe, Nick, you and I should listen to these and break them down because I think our audience deserves to hear these voicemails too. (laughs) All right, I'm ready. You're ready? Yeah. Let's get it going. First voicemail, left for Jennifer, not meant for Jennifer. First saved message. This message is from my husband. I am his wife. You please have my husband to call me, please, at three. Or he's a attorney. My lawyer will be calling the same number. Thank you. End of message. To delete this message, press seven. So obviously, this lady thinks that her husband is stepping out with our young friend Jennifer. And she's just initiating this call. She's letting her know there's attorneys involved. Mm-hmm. But so far, pretty standard stuff. Let's hear the next one. And is this wife calling back again? Whoever you is, or whatever your name may be. Uh, you is with a married man. That is what my husband I've been married to for 28 years. We're not divorced yet. So uh, whatever you get, you know, you don't know what you're getting yourself into, okay? So uh, uh, you just don't know nothing about him. I mean, he's he's, he's something. So uh, please give me a call, okay? Wilmington, Delaware. I'm wife. The man who you with right now. Thank you. And Larry sounds like a real winner, huh? Larry is in trouble. So he's been married 28 years, and he's obviously stepping out, but not with Jennifer, (laughs) with someone else who has a similar phone number. Right. But his wife is starting to get pissed. And it might not surprise you to hear that she doesn't quite calm down in this next message. Yes, this is wife calling once again. I know that my husband needs your number because he, uh, 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 he called from your number to our, uh, uh, from a, uh, a company that both of us have our name on. So uh, he's playing games here. Uh, uh, he's using you Does he's still with me. So uh, don't be a fool. Ma'am, whoever you are. And I know he's still right there in Pennsylvania. I'm right here in Delaware. He said he was uh, visiting his people in Texas. So I guess he's with you, and he's just using you because he's still married to me. So that makes you what? So if you want any more information, please give me a call. Because I will be seeing him in court real soon. Thank you. You don't want to get involved with this nasty mess that we're in. Thank you. So they're in a nasty mess in Delaware. And that's where you're from, Nick. Can you defend your homeland right now? She almost has Jennifer's best interest at heart, mm-hmm. it seems like, so far. Right. Um, which is actually, I would never react that way. I would, be, <laughs> I would never be that mature and handle this then in that way. But, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing how this, how this pans out. Yeah. Next message. Yeah, this is uh wife again of 28 years I'm calling you to let you know you better get taste tested okay because you got AIDS so that, that, that you better check yourself out I'm just letting you know that's that's why we're going through what we're going through the man is very ill he won't tell you he's sick if you're wearing a rubber that's why because you got AIDS so if you kiss him already and all that then then uh 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 uh, uh, wet, uh stick one in your mouth uh, uh you definitely got it so you, you better you better get uh tested I'm done. Just giving you the heads up. Bye. We just got thrown a major curveball here. <laughs> I like the way she drops it because he got AIDS. Larry got AIDS. And if she's kissed him or had a stiff one in her mouth, she's probably got it too. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, I know you there, bitch. 
Look, I know you've been there. You should be home by now from work, all right? Because this is my again, okay? Because you got something on your hand now, all right? Because you messed with my husband. You just separated. We're not divorced yet, but you will see me soon, okay? So if I was you, I, I, I would just leave him alone. I already told you what he got. Tanya's starting to get a little agitated. <laughs> yeah, she's losing her cool a little bit. I mean, after 28 years of marriage, Larry seems like a real prize. She's hung, she's hung on to him for quite some time. Yeah. Let's see how the plot thickens. Next message. For your information, bitch, I'm trying to help you. He HIV positive and from me, okay? You got it from me. And you the nasty, stupid, dumb, young bitch, okay? The man is 16 years old. You sound like a little young bitch, okay? A little baby. You didn't involved with somebody that's been in, ma- in a marriage for 28 years, and he's sickly, and he's, he's, he's a, a, a child molester. He's a rapist. He's a psychopath. You don't know what I'm like. I know. I've been knowing that we've been together since we were teenagers. Okay? Down here in my late 50s. So you got to stop, bitch. You got to stop. And I do have a, a private investigator is out there, and I will find out where you live. I already got your fucking number, so you better change it. But I will find out where you live from my private investigator, and you will face me face-to-face, bitch, because you shit right along with us. And you know what I mean? HIV sick, bitch? You're a dumb bitch. So you think you trust somebody in his own wife and been married to for 28 years? Who's a dumb bitch? Who don't really need this? End of message. Tanya is going apeshit. Tanya, get it together. <laughs> I mean, a 60-year-old HIV positive child molesting rapist <laughs> and you're still married to him? Well, she gave him the age. She, that's what I was, I was I like very surprised. <laughs> yeah, I was surprised to hear that. She didn't need to divulge that. No, but at this point, it's all on the table. Yeah, it's all on the table. And she's got a Dick Tracy on the case. She's got a private investigator. Mm-hmm. Because she really <laughs> wants to know what else Larry's up to. She wants to find out where this dumb bitch lives. Yeah. Let's just keep listening. Here, bitch, I'm going to be your worst nightmare. You should have never called me to fuck back and you fucking my motherfucking husband. Okay, bitch? But I tell you what, I got four daughters. I will be in touch with your ass, all right, bitch? You slut, you whore, disease, bitch. You will catch up with Mrs. If you believe that I am Mrs. from Mr. You call T-Mobile, bitch. Be a smart bitch. Investigate, you dumb, young, stinking bitch. End of message. To delete this. I know whenever I think my man's cheating, I call T-Mobile and I investigate. <laughs> and four daughters. Yeah, well, I don't know why she even threw that in there. I think she's saying, like, me and my daughters are going to kick your ass. Oh, really? She's a squad now. Mm -hmm. Her posse. Oh, Lord. All right. Let's listen to the next one. And another thing, you nasty bitch. You did my husband this message, okay? You tell him to buy, you buy him a phone, bitch, because it's been disconnected. Slut. End of message. Larry doesn't even pay his own phone bill? (laughs) No, apparently not. This guy is a piece of work. 60 years old. Pay your own phone bill at least. He's too busy molesting children and raping and... In Delaware. In Delaware of all places. Tanya, what else you got to say? Yeah, and another thing, bitch. I know my husband is sitting right there telling you to call me, but I want both of y'all to know. You tell him I see his ass in the the court, okay, next month, because you won't be getting a penny of his money. It's going to be coming to me, Miss Bitch, okay? So you can have all the dick you want, but the money be coming to me. Because you're a dumb bitch. You're playing with fire. 
You don't know you're playing with fire? You fucking with somebody's marriage for 28 years? I've been looking for your fucking address, bitch, online. I got your full name down, you dumb bitch. End of message. I love this one. You can have all the dick you want, but the money is mine. That reminds me of like the Godfather. It's like leave the gun, take the cannoli. <laughs> have all the dick you want. The money is mine. <laughs> I feel like that's that that should be like a line in a Beyonce tune or something. Oh yeah, like like all the single ladies. Like if you like it, then you better put a ring on it. Uh-huh. This is like the after version of that. This is part two. Take all the dick you want, but the money be coming to me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Another thing, Miss um, Nasty, uh, uh, a bitch. Let me tell you something. You sound just like a daughter. You should be like a granddaughter, even more of his. That man old enough to be your father. I'm just telling you right now. You just need to check his background, get to know him very well, because you don't know nothing about my husband. Okay? You don't know him. I'm just letting you know. He's got a quick temper. He's like a, a, a walking time bomb. He's a liar. He's a liar. I mean, he lies so quick and then you'll feed right into it. Don't think that if, if I've been married to this man for 28 years and you think you can just, he ain't going to mess around on you. And here, I've been his wife for 28 years. You think he ain't going to cheat on you? What makes you think he ain't going to cheat on you? He was, he was, End of message. I think it's time, Tanya. Looked in the mirror <laughs> and checked yourself. And realize that maybe Larry isn't worth fighting for. Why is she so worked up about this guy? Like, let him go. This is your chance. This is your out. And then she tells Jennifer to check his background. Uh, you, uh, you've you pretty much given the entire background. What, is there more? Is there that's more? That's even worse? Nick, there's more. Okay. Next message. Urgent message. Yeah, another thing. Bitch, I ain't done with you yet. Uh, you better watch. You better just check his bag that he be carrying uh, 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 around his shoulders. That uh, that bag that he carry on his back. It's nothing but pills in there. He's a pill popper too, a drug dealer. Okay, he pop pills. I'm just letting you know. And he take uh, he take pills, some kind of medication for uh, some kind of distress. He's a mental case. Just take his idea. You gotta let him know. Just look in his bag and and put all that medication he got in there. You messed him with a real psychopath. Uh, and watch your daughters. If you got any daughters, please don't, don't have no little girls around him. Because he messed with mine, okay? He went to bed with her, my oldest daughter. And if the God has this truth, I wouldn't lie to you. Ask him about it. Okay? He ain't going to tell you because he's a chronic liar. You're flying out in the long run as the years uh, 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 goes. Okay? I don't know how long you've been cheating on him or, 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 or with my husband. But you will find him. End of message. Cheating, lying, psychopath, AIDS patient, rapist, molester, pill-popping, drug dealer who can't pay his own phone bill and lives in Delaware. And got it on with her oldest daughter. Mm-hmm. Where is this going? How many more messages are there? There's just one more message. And I'm sure it's gold. All right. And another thing. I'm not done yet. We got two more kids by this a Liberian girl in New York. Her name is His son and his oldest son don't have nothing to do with him. None of his kids. You'll find him out. Like I said, you will find him out. He got three by me. Okay, he got kids all over the place. It's look you dead in the face. He's good with his life. He can charm women real good. That's how he got me. So you're very young and you're very dumb. So I'm just trying to let you know. I'm trying to help you out. Okay. Just watch him. Just investigate him. Please investigate him and his whole family. They're from the family. And this message. He's got kids in every area, Could He's all over. His seed has been spread. 
Three kids by her. So at least he, the oldest daughter he got with wasn't one of his own. Yeah. So let's give him that. <laughs> let's give it up for Larry. Way to go, Larry. But he's got... At first I thought she said he's got three kids with a librarian. That was like, I just don't see a librarian getting with Larry. But it's actually, I think she said Liberian. Uh, he's very charming. Yeah. I guess he could charm the pants off a librarian like hot for teacher style. Uh-huh. She pulls the pencil out of that bun and shakes her hair out and just goes to town with a stiff one in her mouth with Larry. <laughs> That's how you get it. So in closing, I think it's safe to say that Jennifer is an innocent party in all of this. And this was all a big mistake. She has changed her number since, just in case you were worried for her. Good. And I guess we wish Larry and Tanya the best of luck in their future endeavors. Yeah, I don't even know what to make of all. I mean, it's 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 been very entertaining, but I don't know. Do we wish them the best? I guess you just. Do you really want the best for them? No, I guess the takeaway might be whether you're single or in a relationship. Look across the table from you at the person you're with or at your cat or dog or whatever your situation may be and think at least they're not a psycho... It's a psychopath! Cheating. Okay, I don't know how long you've been cheating on them. 60-year-old. That man old enough to be your father. Child molesting. He's a, a, a child molester. Daughter screwing. Uh, and what to do with Raping. He's a rapist. Not phone paying. You buy him a phone, bitch. Because it's been disconnected. Pill popping. Pill popping. A drug dealer. Okay, he popped pills. AIDS patient. What's he got AIDS? Delawarean. Limited Delaware. You know what? I don't like the fact that you're throwing Delaware into this mix because I like Delaware. Delaware's a damn good state. I agree. Let's leave Delaware out of it. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for listening. And I do wish all the best for everyone in the audience. And Tanya and Larry, if you're listening... You can have all the dick you want, but the money belongs to me. <laughs> Nailed it. Okay, bitch. Be a smart bitch. That's the gate. Don't be a fool. So that makes you what? You slut, you whore. You sound like a little young bitch. Here, bitch, I'm going to be your worst nightmare. You a dumb bitch. Slut. But you got to eat. Hi, everybody. Welcome back. It's me, Randy Lawson. And I'm here with my friend and yours, Nick McNevich. How you doing, Nick? I'm doing really good, Randy. How are you? I'm doing excellent. One of the reasons I'm feeling so excellent is because the guest we have in studio with us here on the Randy Pants Show, our guest is a musician, singer, songwriter, one of my absolute favorites, and having her here is such a treat. It is Katie Barbado. Welcome, Katie. Thank you so much for being here. Hi, guys. Thanks Hi, for Katie. having me. This is extremely wonderful. <laughs> Katie yeah. is quite lovely. Just her whole persona warms the room immediately. She does. She has a beautiful spirit and beautiful songwriting that she expresses in her lyrics and her music. So we're so psyched to have you here and bring the warmth out to our listeners. 
I'm hoping to radiate as much as I can. <laughs> you are radiating. So, Katie, you, you write songs. You really impressed me because you write a huge volume of music. You are inspired constantly. We talk about social media a little bit, so I'm going to ask you, you know, on your social media that you do, like Facebook and Instagram, where people can follow you, at Katie B Songs? Yes. On Instagram, at KTB Songs. You say a lot, like you show that you're songwriting and you you post that you're you know, having creative moments. So you must be inspired all the time. I, I try I try to be. I mean, I do go through periods of time where there are droughts and I'm like, is it ever going to come back? But um, I mean, just simply riding on the bus through the city, I could see someone walking down the street and come up with a storyline for them in my head. And it's just fun to be creative and uh, take from like everyday life, little little snapshots that happen, little moments that happen. So, what are some things that have been inspiring you lately for your songwriting? Um, well, during the day, I'm working at a nursing home, um, and I work with a lot of residents who are in their late 90s and some people who are in a lot of uh, people over the age of 100. So just their yeah. stories and uh, their memories and kind of incorporating it into learning more about my life from their stories. And like it's making me change the way I feel about things and teaching me things. So just from the, their stories. I've been writing a lot from, from them. When you say you're learning about your life from their stories, what do you mean? Um, what The things that matter the most in life, it's like helping to, me to like reframe my life, I guess, in the way that I'm living. Um, just to live with more of an open heart and to live with more love in the world and just that little things don't really matter at all. And it's just about like family, food, and music, really. <laughs> <laughs> Very the things that matter, yes. the things that matter to you. Yeah. Just how precious everything is. So it's kind of trying to find a balance of like living in the moment and realizing how precious everything is, and but also like being present for the moment too. It's hard to do that. It's intense. Sure. <laughs> That's so cool that you get so inspired by your daily life and that you're contributing to making these people's lives richer and more full of art and experience uh, through the last chapter. So I Thank think that's you. really special. Thank you. I like how you said that the last chapter. It's mm -hmm. a beautiful way, to, eloquent way to say it. Yeah. So. Thank you. <laughs> you're welcome. So you're also, I know, inspired by music. What has been, what have you been listening to lately that you're feeling right now? Um, Gosh, it's so funny. The last like few, like the last three weeks, I've been listening to like the same four songs every day. And it's kind of annoying because I would like to kind of change it up, but I can't. I'm like, I listen to, well, the new Beck album I've been listening to a lot and it's just very comforting. Like I was thinking about, I was like, oh, I've known Beck for so long now. I've never met him, but I was like, I've known Beck for so long. <laughs> I love listening to him. So that album, definitely a couple of those songs I've been listening to. Um, and this other girl, Lara Veers, she has a great album out with the song, The Sun Song, that's really, really badass. And that's been great for spring. But the other song I've been listening to is Belly, Feed the Tree, which is from the 90s. Yeah. Wait, how does that yeah. go? This old man I talked about broke his own heart, poured it in the ground. There, oh, take your hat off, well, oh. boy, when you're talking to me <laughs> and be there when I feed the tree. Yep. I remember <laughs> totally. Belly when I, like, I want to say when I was about 14 years old. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I was only 10 then, but... It's a deep cut. I like it. <laughs> we're, uh, we're 29 and 25, yeah. to be specific. Yeah. And I'm, I'm 21. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. So I'm always inspired hearing your music. And you do also such a beautiful job of 
taking an existing song that's already special in everyone's heart and making it your own. And I know a lot of fans of popular culture the same way I do have certain movie soundtracks that they always love. So I've heard you do a cover before of a song that is a great golden oldie, but one I know because it's from one of my favorite movie soundtracks and maybe yours, probably ladies, Dirty Dancing. Woo woo! So it would be such an amazing pleasure if you would do your cover of Will You Love Me Tomorrow. I would love to. I'd be honored to play it here. Yes. At Randy Pants. All right. Thanks, guys. Here's Katie Barbado with Will You Love Me Tomorrow. Tonight you might completely give your love so sweetly tonight the light of love is in your eyes will you still Thank you so much. Oh, thank you. Thank you, guys. Yeah, that was beautiful. That was beautiful. Yeah, really. I'm sure. I speak on behalf of the listeners that they really enjoyed it. Oh. I know them. They're, they really got a lot out of that. They feel they, some of them shed a tear. I was completely captivated. Yeah. 
Let's put it that way. Thank you, guys. It's a beautiful song. I can't help but Who like. Who wrote that song? I believe Carol King. Yeah, she's a treasure. Yeah. Yeah. So, Randy, you were, you had talked to Katie uh, and, and requested that song. Yeah. What? Why did you like what? Oh, because of the dirty dancing. Oh, okay. I think we. I mean, is that a song you connect with otherwise, or are you just completely associate with Dirty Dancing? <laughs> um, I think it's just beautiful. I think it is a very, it's a st- something we've all felt. If you listen to the lyrics of that song, yeah. I mean, it's it's something I think everyone's considered in their relationships, both like in the obvious sexual way, but also in many ways, like if I cross this line or do this with you or for you, will you still be there for me when the chips are down or when in the light of day? So I think those themes ring true yeah. uh, for a lot of life, and it's set to such a beautiful melody. And Katie's so great with the guitar, and her vocals are the fucking shiznit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was that was absolutely. Thanks, amazing. guys. Yeah, I love the Golden Oldies. Also, like, if you ask me, like, oh, we listen to now, I'll probably like try to name some obscure band that I read about on like Pitchfork and try to sound cool or something. But truthfully, it's like W O G L, like whatever the Golden Oldie station, pretty yeah. much always. Uh, hell yeah. So yeah. Those oldies are just. They're so a they're lot of them, they're they're absolutely they're goodies. Well said, um, <laughs> Katie. So you've been performing a long time. Um, what was your first time really getting up and sharing your music in front of an audience? Um, it was towards the end end of high school. We had a a thing called the courtyard dance, and the year before it had uh, they talked about canceling it because someone had gotten super wasted at the dance and got Donna suspended. Martin graduates. Got suspended for five days from school and had to pick weeds in the courtyard while everyone banged on the windows. And <laughs> that person was me. So um, they were going to cancel the courtyard dance because of my wastedness. But then the next year, I arrived back and they had it, and my band performs. No and way. I, That's awesome. I played my first original song, and I used to c- cover all sorts of weird bands from the 90s back then. So that was my first time performing live. Would you remember the feeling you got doing up there? And So pumped because my brother Rob was playing with me. And it was just like, it was outside and outdoor. Con- playing outside is so much fun. And it was just, I felt like, oh, like this is what I want to do. Like this is what I've been dreaming about for so long. It was like running a marathon or something. I finally reached the goal and made it to the stage. And you never, you haven't stopped <clears throat> have a second since. No. <laughs> so what would be, that was your first gig. What would be your absolute dream gig? Like where and with who and. My absolute, oh, that's a good, that's a really nice question. I like well, that's that what question. we do around here. Yeah, yeah. I dig that. Um, I really think right now it would be um, just opening for, for a really badass band at like, kind of like smaller theaters around the around the United States. It wouldn't be one particular venue or, or something. It would just be like going on tour, doing that and having that experience. That would be the ultimate. Nice. It wouldn't be like Red Rocks. Or- yeah, I'd say Red Rocks <laughs> opening for Dave Matthews, DMB. <laughs> you, would, you would absolutely kill at Red Rocks. Like, oh, well, yeah. hey, I'm not going to say if, if the, someone called and said, you want to play Red Rocks. Dave Matthews called you and said that. Like, I never said anything <laughs> bad about you, Dave. Did nothing to love for you. Um, and just, I mean, even just playing smaller concerts here in Philadelphia at Sign Studios at our studio here, it's such Which a beautiful place. Which is where we place. are right now. Yeah. Sign Studios in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Just those small, intimate shows like that, too, where it's just like 20, 30 people just loving music, being there. That's my favorite kind of show. Yeah. 
That's what it's about. Mm-hmm. And that's why I think that I see it in you. That's why you like music. Mm-hmm. Yep. So if you would, we'd love to hear an original Katie Barbado tune. And I know that, you, like we were saying, you write constantly and you're always inspired. So we would love it if you would maybe, you know, give us a taste of something new, something you've just recently created that you're inspired by in your daily life now. Oh, I'd love to. Um, I just wrote this song last week. It's, I'm going to debut it here on the Randy Pants show with you, yes. guys, with you lovely people. And yeah, it's called, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's called uh, Spirit Ride. So I hope you guys enjoy it. I've been waiting for the northbound train to take me home A prisoner, I've roamed these halls for far too long Waiting at the steps of what I thought was heaven's gate Must have been a minute late to be let in I'll just close my eyes and watch my spirit fly That train to come on down the line Let my spirit ride Ride off in the night sky Let my spirit ride. Just let my spirit ride. 
<laughs> that was so freaking exceptional, Katie. <laughs> oh, thank thanks. you. Spirit thank ride. You. It truly was. Just that experience. It was, it was a, oh, a ride for the guys. spirit. Yeah. <laughs> so, Katie, later this fall, I'm taking a road trip. And uh, I wanted to get your thoughts or suggestions of places that were special to you in the United States that maybe you would suggest that I visit uh, along the course of my road trip. Cool. So you're going in the fall? Yeah. Fall? Yep. How late in the fall are you going? Pretty much the entire month of October. Oh, okay. Well, I'm telling you straight up right now that um, you should you should drive to Vermont. Yeah. And the 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 fall colors and the foliage. You can look and you can map it out. They have it online. You can find it when the colors are going to be the exploding and the brightest. Yeah. But just drive up 89 up into Vermont and just amaze yourself with the mountains and all of the like bright orange and reds and yellows it's gonna it's like You're taking a hit of Instagram acid in october <laughs> yeah. you absolutely are yep i i would go to i would like just like the peak season i'll give you the peak season times when to go and there's so many i mean any kind of if you go to the um god i wish i knew the name of it because you get an apple cider donut it comes hot off the press oh and the cabot cheese factories up there and um I love cheese. Yeah, and you can. They have like buckets of free cheese everywhere in there. All right, uh, so I'm going there tonight. Not little, even I'm going to wait for the Little cubes and like, like you just go and there's crackers and cheese everywhere for free in the cabot cheese. Every kind of cheese you go want to try there. It's amazing. Uh, a Magic Hat Brewery is up there, I believe, in Burlington. I've been drinking Magic Hat Nine yeah. for quite some time. Yeah, you is, should. You gotta go. To, that's you, one of the standards. That's funny. That was like my one of my favorite <laughs> original craft beers. <laughs> you know. You gotta yeah. go. I'm going. So we're going. Yep. Absolutely. When those leaves change and and you just drive, you can just drive. It's such open road up there. It's so beautiful. I've never been to Vermont. So in Vermont, you can do what you want. I I like to do what I want. (laughs) It's a road trip. I like to do what I want. (laughs) And you can find a little bed and breakfast or someplace to pop in or stay or camp if you want. There's so many places to camp. It's, It's awesome. I can't wait. Vermont. I can't wait to. You know, while I'm up there taking pictures for Instagram or social media, I will tag you in the photo. Oh, you know, I love because that. guess who recommended this? <laughs> Katie Bob. Yeah. Yeah, that would yeah. be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Katie B. So I would love to ask you your favorite TV show. Um, like presently or just overall overarching? Overall. Whew, that's so hard. The one show you could watch every day over and over again. Yeah. You really connect with House Hunters International. <laughs> that is a great answer. But like Roseanne was floating around underneath it. Ah, really I Roseanne. love Roseanne. Like the older Roseanne. Yep. Those Roseanne. They're in syndication pretty heavily yes, right now, are and so they're, good. they're they're gold. They still it's, are hilarious, mm-hmm. and as they hold up completely. That is one of my favorite casts of a television mm-hmm. television show ever. I, it's it's everybody on it. It's just. Man, I have my flannel in the other room, and I should be wearing it right now. But <laughs> like, theme song the Dan Connor flannel. Oh gosh, I, I, yeah, that yeah. theme song is. <laughs> and just like it's got the camera panning. Yep, and the camera's on the center of the table, but it slowly pans to everyone. It's it's yeah. And and like they they film they film like 
it's in that house, but they go in like the parents' bedroom and their bathroom, the kids' yeah. rooms, you know, like they go, like most TV shows are just like the living room and the kitchen. Good point. But like they really spend some time in the other rooms and that back, like their back, like kind of shed garage area. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like when Dan's working out there. Yeah, and, like, the <laughs> yeah. Yeah, where he has the talks with the kids individually, yes. like yeah. when yeah. they have, you know, it's something's going like on. It's kind of like what my dad did with me, you right. know, yeah. he'd be like you in the garage tinkering. Well, you'd be in the garage tinkering and he'd be like, you know, mom said you should have like. <laughs> See, that's where the business that. went down. That's where the family business I went down. I always like really ha- think John Goodman seems like he'd be an awesome like, men- I want to say dad, but that sounds creepy. Like there's something um, just totally charming and wonderful about John Goodman. Absolutely. I love him on there. He's one of the reasons why. I love you, John Goodman. Yeah. Yeah. Dan Connor is a, is a charming character. I he mean, is. come on. How could you not like him? Oh my God. He makes me, when you said his name, I was like, I know Dan Connor. <laughs> Your flannel. My flannel and Dan Connor. Isn't it weird that Full House had characters Becky and Danny and DJ and so did Roseanne? That's interesting. Wow. I never noticed. I never noticed yeah. that. So we kind of skipped over House Hunters International because when you started talking about Roseanne, I feel like we... So I think we covered... House Hunters International is a great show. Good way to go. But I think the... We'll That's more like Roseanne. when I'm falling yeah. asleep, I watch that. It's comfort food. <laughs> it, yeah. So... Katie, mm-hmm. thank you so much for being here. Thank you guys so Please much. Please let us know what you have going on coming up, what you're working on now, and where everyone can find you. Yes, um, I'm working on a new record. Um, I've been down in Nashville at Blackbird Studios, uh, working with the producer Obi O'Brien and uh, Matt Teacher, and working here at Sign Studios with Matt Teacher and uh, Mike Lawson, and um, playing shows around Philadelphia. You can find out about any of my shows on uh, Twitter at KDB Songs. K-A-T-I-E-B songs and katiebarbado.com and find me on Facebook, Katie Barbado. I'm there floating around. Yeah, if you have a chance to see Katie live, obviously you should take it. Absolutely. And she has made many beautiful albums and they most of them are available. Yeah, um, they're all available on iTunes and um, you can always email me through my website too. So thank you guys for having me. You guys are awesome. It's been our pleasure. Awesome. Thank you so much. From the makers of Flavored Vagisil comes I Can't Believe It's Not Butterface, a revolutionary new face cream that will change your life. When you have a hot bod, but your face is, dear God! My body was a nine or a 10, but my bloody butt ugly face was a two. Maybe a three and a half in a dark bar. Now thanks to I Can't Believe It's Not Butterface, one guy even took me out in the light of day. I used to only do my girl from behind, you know, because that face was busted. But now, we leaving the lights on, I can kiss her without vomiting, and it's all thanks to I can't believe it's not Butterface. I tried eating some and almost died. It's just for your face. So when you have a hot bod but your face is, dear God, grab some I can't believe it's not Butterface. Coming soon from the makers of I can't believe it's not Butterface, the articulating taint tickler. Think your grundle isn't a pleasure center? Well, that ain't the case. And we're back. I'm back again with Nick McNevich, as usual, per always. We're back. We're back. And I think we should talk about the weather. Okay, what do you want to talk about? the weather today in Philadelphia and recently has been beautiful. Spring is here. Spring is finally here. The sun is shining. It's in the 70s. 
It's not quite where I need it to be, 80s and 90s, but it's gorgeous. You're, you're, you're enjoying it? I'm enjoying it. People are psyched to finally have shorts on and tank tops. And I'm a little bit of a voyeur. I like to people watch. I like to see what's going on, the good, the bad, and the ugly. So I love hanging out in Philly and watching everyone walk by in their skimpy outfits and enjoying the sunshine. Um, I also like to people watch, and that's all good and well. And there are some beautiful, beautiful people in this city. But I am having a problem with the man legs that are happening in this city. <laughs> they are white. They're pale. They may be strong, but they are terrible to look at. And these dudes that are out running and biking are in skivvies. I mean... There's some short-ass shorts. Some short-ass shorts. Oh, my God. I can't divert my eyes either. It's like I see it, and I, I know I should like immediately find something else to, <laughs> to draw <laughs> my away. eyes to, but I can't. It's like I an can't. accident you can't look away from. Oh, my God. Now, Nick, do you wear shorts? Because I realized I haven't known you in warm seasons yet. So I don't even know if you wear shorts. I do wear shorts. Mm-hmm. Um, and here's the thing. But I Kevin have... Smith style, so it's only a little anklet revealed. <laughs> <laughs> no, not like man capris or anything <laughs> like that. Uh, here's the thing. I have really chicken legs. Like, I mean... I've never seen your legs. I feel I'm like I don't fairly, even know you. I'm not fit, but I'm fairly fit. You are. Nick is fit. Let's... let's uh, you're lean. I'm lean. That's a good word. Mm-hmm. Um I have these like tiny little ankles, little (laughs) frail, you know, but I don't, I'm not very confident with my legs as far as just like, I mean, don't get me wrong. I wear shorts. I don't, you know, whatever. Um, But I'm very fair skinned as well. You know, German traits, even though, you know, my mother is hundred percent Italian. My father is hundred percent German. I got my, my dad's features. Uh So it's a, it's a very fine balance every day when I decide whether I'm going to wear shorts or not. One, I had to put sunscreen on because I don't want to burn. That's a very mature decision to put sunscreen on. Yeah, well, you know. You know, you got your shit together. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking out for my future. <laughs> so I'm just, I'm not, you know, it goes on what I feel. I'll wear shorts every once in a while, but I'm not happy about it. I Let's can't put it that wait way. to get my pale ass legs into some shorts. I'm not quite ready yet. It's not warm enough for me, uh-huh. as we all know. It has to be hot. Oh, it's, but this first blast of spring weather... It's, you always get those people who are like, now I have to be naked outside yeah. <laughs> all the time. There's girls in Rittenhouse Square sunbathing in bikinis. Yes. Hey, look, I was in Rittenhouse Square yesterday. I wasn't complaining. Um, but there was also dudes sunbathing in Rittenhouse Square in bikinis. I saw a bunch of dudes playing Frisbee in like tiny little 80s style, like Tom Hanks playing racquetball shorts. You know? <laughs> yep. John McEnroe-ish. Yeah, exactly. So we've talked about the weather. It's mm. really important. Very. But I think we should, on the Randy Pan Show, we should talk about sports. If we're going to talk about the weather every week, we should talk about sports, too. We'll keep it well-rounded. Yeah, because everyone knows that I'm your lead source for sports information. (laughs) Randy Lawson. And I want everyone to get their sports news from the Randy Pan Show. So touching on spring, like we just talked about the weather, that means baseball's here. Right. And the Phillies are absolutely terrible. Oh, no, Nick. I think you misunderstood when I say we're going to talk about sports. We're going to talk about sports the Randy Pants way. What's that? First topic on this week's sports agenda. One of my friends and his baby daughter were featured on the MLB Instagram page. What? Yes. They were at the Phillies game. His little two-year-old girl was on his shoulders uh-huh. with her little Philly fanatic hat and Philly fanatic doll. A photographer snapped a picture, and it ended up on MLB's Instagram page with over 25,000 likes in like two hours. That's so it's cool. It's the cutest picture ever. 
So that was freaking awesome. That's such a dream. Like anytime I post an Instagram pic, like some famous somebody, some huge company or whatever sees it. Right. I and mean, they didn't credit them because I'm sure they didn't, they didn't know his Instagram name or whatever, mm. but it's still very cool. That's really cool. Sports. So how does this... How, <laughs> yes. Sports. So let's wrap it up, reel it in. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of The Randy Pants Show. I'm Randy Lawson. That's Randy with an I. That's how a lady spells it. And as always with me is my co-host, Nick McNevich. Nick, thank you so much for being here. It's been awesome. Thank you. Follow me at Randy Lawson on Twitter and follow the show at Randy Pants Show and on Instagram as well. And you can find lots of fun stuff on our website. And follow Nick on Twitter and Instagram too. And thanks again for tuning in. <laughs>